Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Podcast on the Mount people. I'm so excited to be back for episode 11. We have reached uh, the second double digit in our podcast. Uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying the podcast, doing it for you guys. I uh, hope that you guys are enjoying it too. Um, still waiting to hear back uh, from you guys to maybe some ideas of what you would like to have discussed on the podcast because it is uh, it's about um, it's about you, the audience, and it's about sharing the kingdom of God with uh, with you, with others, um, and be sure to share those podcasts uh, with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever uh, that you think that might uh, might need to hear this information so um, you can do that just by whatever uh, platform you use to listen to your podcast whether it be apple google spotify Um, just share those links uh, with those individuals and um, you know we are not sponsored Uh, we don't get any money for this we're just doing it because we we know that uh, this is something that god wants us to do we are we are able to reach a larger audience than we do say at the building um, I know we reach online during the Sunday service, and so, um, you know, I'm back there uh, manning that thing, so I hope everything is going well. Uh, you can also let me know uh, through the through the email uh, for this podcast um, if there's uh, some issues uh, that you're experiencing with the uh, stream on Sunday mornings. Um, don't forget, we also have Bible study every Wednesday night at... 6.40-ish to about 7.30, and so be sure to get on the church text. If you are not on the church text, you can um, can email, give us your information, and we'll make sure that you get on there. Or if you have Pastor Kujinga's number, you can text him, uh, or Pastor Sean's number, you can text him as well. And so um, you just, uh, join us, you know, it's not very long, uh, we'd have some great discussion on there, Pastor Sean and I are, are, are heading that up, and so, uh, we're, we're excited to be able to do that, when we're not able to meet in person, we're able to still connect with you all, and, um, hope that you will join us for that Thursday night, we also have our corporate prayer night again, you know, we can't do, we can't do that in person, per se, um, so we have the, uh, it's the same number link for our Bible study on Wednesday night, but that goes from 8.30 to 8.45, just 15 minutes of prayer. And um, I've been able to do that a few times, and, you know, it, it really flies by. You don't you don't realize how, how quick 15 minutes can go by, especially when you are, are talking to our, our Lord and Savior. So, um, you know, if you have any prayer requests, that's what also this podcast is for. Email those in, praise reports, email those in as well. Or, of course, you can text Pastor Jean or Pastor Kujang if you have those numbers. So um, I'm excited to kind of d- d- uh, dive into what we're going to be discussing today. Uh, we're going to be kind of reviewing what was uh, spoke on um, spoke on Sunday um, because, you know, this... This series that Pastor Kajangas has us in, an empowerment, um, we don't realize how important power is uh, when it comes to in the realm of the kingdom of heaven. Um, we see in our world where the, the, the rich are the powerful people, the um, people who, who grew up in this certain lifestyle or who, whose family has 
done things over and over throughout the years and then they become famous or rich um you know and, and especially in our climate today that we have in this world with everything going on you know celebrities have this power and they have the voice that they they have to to influence others around us and that sometimes that can be a bad influence sometimes that can be a good influence but um you know, we don't need to worry about what kind of they're doing. We need to just focus on the influence that we have and the people around us in our life and be able to share uh, share the word. And so I hope you enjoyed last week when we had uh, Gary and Heather on. Um, it was great to be able to sit down and just talk with them about their, their own history, um, their past that they have in life and what they've gone through. And uh, now that we're there today, you know, it, it's, it's just amazing. I can look at those two. And I can really tell that, uh, that God had brought them together. So it is, a, it is amazing to see the evidence of, of God moving in people's lives. So um, I really, really hope that you, you enjoy that. Um, and so I hope your week is going well. I know it's just uh, Tuesday, but uh, you know, I hope that your week is already starting off great. And I hope that already God is moving in your lives and the lives of those of, of around you. And, um, you know, if you haven't been to the building in quite some time, come and join us on Sunday. We still have all the precautions where we're, and we have sanitizer, we're wearing masks, we're still social, social distancing, but we can still be together uh, within the same building and still show that love. Uh, I think this uh, pandemic has shown us that we don't necessarily need to be always uh, touching or in reach of one another to be able to really love on one of the yes that's that's great but i think that we can um you know for so long we've we've had these being able to act uh, act on this love that we have for one another hug shake hands fist bump um and really spend time with one-on-one -on -one. but i think the pandemic has taught us that um you know our words and what we say are are just as important as how we act around other people so you know now that people don't see you i mean are we still are we talking like we're unsaved are we we uh we post the things like that we're unsaved or, or are we still the same person as we were before and i know a lot of things things, things have changed um you know people are are communicating more through social media and you know i, I believe uh, I really am, am, am happy that we have those things, that we can use those tools to reach um, people while we're not able to uh, be close to one another. So uh, we also have coming in, I believe June is when our next mission team will be coming in. Um, and we have, I believe Pastor Kuchang mentioned, in somewhere in the hundreds of people coming from uh, different areas around uh, the, the country to come and not only just share the kingdom and, and minister to those in our neighborhood, but we're gonna, they're also going to be associating with other small churches who don't have the capability uh, to demand manpower, manpower to get out there and witness to those uh, around their neighborhood as well, where they're located. So uh, we had one, um, what was it, March? And we had to come in there, amazing people uh, on there. And so I know that they were doing, I've seen the evidence of what they were doing within not only our neighborhood, but just 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 around the Tulsa area. So I'm excited to 
meet some new people that I don't uh, I don't get to see every day and or be able to really communicate with. So I'm excited that what they're going to do and uh, me excited to you know maybe help out with that and. Um, so we have a lot of great things going on, and so I just wanted to say that, you know, if I haven't seen you in a while, um, I miss you, and I love you, and I'm, I really hope to see you again someday soon um, back in the church building. And so I hope that you are uh, receiving the words uh, that God is speaking through Pastor Kujenga um, during this empowerment series we just started, that... Uh, I hope you're receiving it just as well as if you were in the church building. So there, it's it's powerful. Uh, we have pre-service prayer about uh, about ten thirty-ish, ten forty-five-ish uh, before service, and so we have that. Uh, maybe we can work on getting that streamed up um, so you can be able to join in that if you're not able to be at the church building or feel more comfortable being at home. So I'll work with. Um, uh, Pastor Kujenga, seeing how we can maybe get that done, or uh, maybe we just get it done. Maybe we need to do that. So uh, I am uh, very happy to be able to just kind of review what we've learned, kind of share uh, what God has uh, shared with me and spoke to me on this on this series. Even though we're just in week two, God has already spoken so much, and I can I can tell it, I can see it on the on the people's faces when they're there at the building. So. Uh, I miss your faces, but uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll get back and we'll dive into our word. And um, so give me just a few moments. This is Scoop Walker on Grillum for God with Pastor Mark to talk about understanding the Bible. Thanks, Scoop. Uh, that's Mike. Right, Mitch. Let's talk about John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, exactly what does that mean? Well, Scoop, it says that God loved the world so much. No, no, no. What does it really mean? I think the passage is clear, uh, Scoop. Our listening audience wants to know the hidden meaning. I think you're trying to read more into it than you need to. God gave his message in simple-to-understand language. But isn't it significant that every third letter spells Forgoblotten? That's Swedish for cold spaghetti. That means something. Will you just read the passage? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com. All right, and welcome back after that uh, short little break there. Um, hope you uh, re refresh yourself with some water, something to drink, maybe a snack. Um, and you listen, you can continue to snack and drink your beverage uh, while you're going through this podcast. There is no restriction on how you can listen to it, uh, whether you're working out, driving in the car, or just sitting at home, uh, or sitting at your desk at work if you're able to do that. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to get d- jumping into our uh, text that we uh, we learn on uh, on Sunday. And so, uh, you know, we're still in the hashtag empowerment series, and I love it. Um, this one is, is called A Break in Your Pattern. And so we all have always have patterns or habits that we we have in our daily life, whether it be on how we get to work or how we uh, get our children to bed or or how we do anything. We always have a pattern on how we do it because we've been so used to that. And so this is talking about on how uh, how we should break those patterns. And there are some good patterns that we have, but we need to evaluate the patterns that we have in our life and see if they're godly based or if they're world based. So, um, 
our our first uh, text that we have is in from Job, um, chapter one and verse seven. It says the Lord said to Satan, "Where have you come from?" Satan answered the Lord, uh, answered the Lord, from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. So we we always, we're talking about this, and what we see is that even the enemy has a pattern that he he does he. He after he was cast from heaven down to the earth, he was just roaming uh, to and fro through through every. We know the story of Job, where Job goes to God and says, "Let me test your your servant Job," and 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 we can see right here that the the enemy had a habit of going back and forth, back and forth to. Um, to kind of mess with the people there in the in the Bible on testing their faith and, and things like that. So um, that you know, I, I already knew that, and most of us already know that story of Job and how it came to be, and um, how Job uh, was still faithful even though he wanted to give up uh, on that. So, but our main text is going to be from Acts uh, chapter three. We're going to read verses one through ten. And, uh, and talk about that, maybe stop in between and, and um, talk about those. But we will get through that, and then we'll, we'll continue. So, um, excuse me. Oh, man, I almost sneezed. I'm sorry. So, uh, verse 1, starting in, in Job chapter 3, uh, or sorry, Acts chapter 3. says, One day at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, a customary time for daily prayer... Peter and John walked to the temple. Some people were carrying in a man who had been paralyzed since birth. So this is all the man knew. The birth, you know, he didn't know how to walk. He he saw people, and he he just he just couldn't do it. That was that was something that he knew only known from birth. It's just how to be paralyzed and and what to do. And so every day they brought him to a place near the beautiful gate, one of the temple's entrances, so he could beg for money. From people entering to worship, and so uh, what Pastor Gajenga was said about this, you know, these gates were took. I think piece about twenty people to get this open, and they were they were gold. I mean, they were beautiful. Um, you know, just picture the most beautiful fence, the beautiful gate that you've ever seen, and probably triple that. Um, and so he would sit there because you know this was a this was a gate that a lot of the religious people came in. Um, came into, uh, or people just there for for prayer, and so um, he saw Peter and John coming and asked them for a contribution. Peter gazed intensely at him. So did John. Peter says, "Look at us." The man looked up at them, assuming they were about to give him some money. Peter says, "I want to give you something, but I don't have any silver or gold. Here's what I can offer you." Stand up and walk in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, the anointed one. Then Peter took the man's right hand and lifted him to his feet. Instantly, the man's feet and ankles grew strong. He jumped and walked, accompanying Peter and John into the temple where he walked, jumped for joy, and shouted praise to God. A crowd ran through the commotion, and they gathered around this man in an open area called Solomon's Porch. There he was standing on his own two feet, holding on to Peter and John. They knew exactly who he was. The beggar they passed 
in the beautiful gate, at the beautiful gate, every day. Everyone was absolutely amazed at this wonderful miracle. They were speechless, stunned. And it's so it's crazy. This man, it's all he knew was to be carried to the gate, sit at the gate, and begging. And it's all he knew until here comes here comes Peter and John uh, to break this man's habit, uh, this man's pattern. He would get up, go to the gate around three o'clock as the time of prayer, and he would just beg. Uh, you know, when people would drop him some coin here and there, some wooden, some would probably ignore the man. Um, and so we, we learned that a couple of pattern, two patterns that we, we need to apply is to break your pattern and raise your expectations. Um, it says the, uh, the, the truths that transform is a faith is des- designed to raise your expectations. And we see that in Hebrews chapter 11. So now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So if you if you have something that you can't see, someone's telling you, okay, you're going to receive this or God's going to do this or something's going to happen in your life and you're like, mm, I don't know about that. We need to we need to train our thoughts on on this. We need to have that faith because if we have that faith, your expectations are going to be risen. And uh, I really, I, I really love that because when we when we don't we don't have faith and we just kind of are looking down and think that nothing is going to work out or uh, maybe we don't maybe we think okay something's going to work out but you know we put that but in there because maybe we're not entirely sure or believe that something's going to work the way way we see it in our head and um, and see and and so we just need to have that faith. To raise it, we need to have that something. Like it says Hebrews eleven is the confidence and hope, and uh, in, in what we hope for, and assurance of what we do not see. You know, it's it's. I know it's hard. I have issues with it when we people tell us, "Okay, this is going to happen. This is going to work out," and we're like, "I don't know. I can't. I can't see it." Well, that brings us to the next point that was brought up. It says if you do not see better. You won't do better. And so Pastor Gurjanga talked about the uh, affordable housing in Tulsa. And they, they had, what they did is that they would put people on lower incomes all in this one area. And so it, it when, when lower, is so what, what they had found out is that when lower income people are looking at other low, low income people, not saying that this is a bad thing, it's just the analogy that was used is that, uh, they, they, that's what they would see, and so they, they, what they're looking around and see is that nothing's going to get better than this. These people are in the same boat as I am. How am I going to move up? How am I going to get better housing? How am I going to do this and that? Well, that, that's what they were finding to discover is that it didn't work uh, the way that they planned. They were hoping that you know they would get people on on lower income, and they would get them to a house, and so the, now they have a house, and then they would do better. What they found out it wasn't working. So what they had started doing is taking people on lower income and placing them to next to doctors or next to lawyers or something so that they can see what their success is. And two things that would happen is that the child who was in the higher income house would be humbled and looking at the, the child or someone who was lower income and then vice versa. The lower income people or child would look and see, okay, this 
is something that I could I can look for. Not not that it's material, but it's about having that mindset. And if you see, uh, if you surround yourself with those people who are doing better, not materialistically, not, not financially, but they're just life is something is different about the life compared to you. You may feel like your life is in a lower uh, bracket or or something and and when we surround ourselves with those people who are successful um, we can try to meet that we like okay that is something I want something like a like a goal to, to reach for um, and you know listen Pastor Virginia plays explains it way better than I do so um, if you if you want to hear what exactly what he said you can look back on our Facebook page for Zion Community Church and see the sermon um, from there, if you take in notes, look back on and, and see if you can, you explained it better by writing it down. But uh, third point is that you cannot receive anything you're not reaching for. So, you know, it, if I if I am sitting on my couch and the remote's on the other end of the table or the end of the couch, you know, and I don't reach for it, I'm, that remote's not going to get up and walk or magically float over to me. I have to reach for it. And the same thing goes when our Christian walk, if you are looking at someone and they're like, man, they're on fire, that's something that I want, but then you don't reach for that, you're, you're not going to get anywhere. It's not going to come to you. You have to reach for that uh, desire and that power and that and just what they have achieved. Not not in a jealousy kind of way, um, but but you if you want to have a better relationship with Christ, you're not. it's just not going to magically happen. You're going to have to do some work. Um, work for it. So, um, and one question. This got a lot of a lot of people there in the building, and maybe it got you while you're listening online. Um, it says the question was, "Has my nasty become normal?" And and he wasn't referring to uh, the nasty, the way the world would think, or anything derogatory or uh, you know explicit. Uh, but it could be something in your life that God is telling you to get rid of or quit hanging around certain people or habits that you have formed or patterns that you have formed that that could be your nasty um and so he's i must be careful about building a routine around what i think can't change so if you're struggling with something and you're like okay this is going to be something um it's just i'm never going to get rid of smoking i know smoking is a hard habit to break because i've seen it before and um you know if you are trying to build a habit around okay around that i mean you're not or sorry you're not going to build a routine around that you got to be careful about building that routine um you know the question to ask me what areas of my life do i keep ending up at the same spot um i know for me it's it's when i am begin a new relationship with someone it always tends to go the opposite way of go what god intended and that could be just the choices I make in it in that relationship. It could be on how things are are said, uh, thing actions, and 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 so uh, that's that's been something that has, I haven't been in a relationship in quite some time. And you know, God has been working on me with uh, different things, but uh, that could be something. Or maybe you have another area. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's your health. Uh, anything can be um, an area of where do you keep on ending up the same pot maybe you have good intentions or maybe you're watching tv and you see s someone and they're exercising and you're like you know what i really need to do that i'm going to get up at 6 a.m and i'm going to go for a jog 
and you're so gung-ho and you wake up and I'm, I'm just too tired. I'm not going to do it. You know, um, there just needs to be, you know, where, where are you ending up in that same spot? And so we got to build a better uh, routine. You know, so quite another question. Do I have an ugly problem at a beautiful place? I think I think we all do. Um, whatever that may be, reflect on that. What what is something? What is an ugly issue that you have in your life that that you're at you're at a beautiful place? Um, and then the the uh, fourth question: Am I tired of being close? Excuses, comfort, incapacity, and incapacity is an ability inability to do something. So, what excuses are you coming in your life to not do something? Uh, or something that that you have the inability to do, you know. He brought up, you know, people will blame their parents for something, blame whatever on on someone else that, you know, now that they're grown, they should one, either know how to do already or know how to go about learning to do that. Uh, you know, one thing for me is like, you know, I've always wanted to go back to school, um, to you know, to get some sort of college degree. But, um, I, you know, I don't know necessarily how to go about doing that. Like, I don't want to get in a spot where now I have all this debt from school that it's just going to drag me down in future, uh, in future reference. And so that's been something is like, I, I'm afraid that that debt is going to uh, impact my future, even though I may have a college degree at this point. So it could be anything in your life. Uh, what excuses are comforting your inability to do something? And then the bottom line says, my faith will never have anything to do until I break um, my routine. My faith will never have anything to do until I break my routine. So we have all this faith in something and that we believe it's going to happen, that God's going to do in our lives. Not necessarily give us something, but change something in our life. But we... But we don't. But we have this routine set. We're so used to it now, especially the pandemic. You know, when things were shut down, and and churches were were doing all online, and you know now that churches are starting to open back up and get more people in there. Some people who are just or now in this routine of well, I can't go to the building, so I'm not going to go to church. Or I know there's online option, but. I have kids running around and I'm not able to pay attention, so I'm just not even gonna watch it. Um, or maybe they're thinking, okay, I'm gonna go to another church. I'm gonna try something out, something else out, and but they just never do because now we're in this routine of okay, a social distance. I gotta lock myself down. I gotta be careful about it. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing being safe, but uh, maybe that has become a routine in your life. And of course, not judging. Uh, I love you all, but um, you know we gotta we gotta look at the routines that we've built during this pandemic, routines that we had before the pandemic, and see and look 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 into self reflect for our future. Okay, how is this going to affect the way that I do things in the future? Am I am I just gonna stay all online? Am I just now not gonna listen because I have all these distractions at home um, or wherever? So. We have to uh, we have to really really pay attention to what we've built up during this time, and then just throughout life. And when we, after everything's over and everything's fully back open, you know, COVID is 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 not as big as an issue. Um, 
Yeah, we've got to, uh, you know, we're gonna still going to have these routines and patterns that we built up during this time that were, were locked down. So um, I hope all of that made sense to you. Um, I hope that you are joining us on Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Uh, we'll work on maybe getting uh, our prayer time included into the service so that you're able to participate in that. Um, but uh, we'll work on that. We'll let you guys know. Again, our Wednesday night Bible study about 6.40ish to about 7.30. And then our corporate prayer on Thursday night on at 8.30 to 8.45. And of course we have our Tuesday podcast on the Mount. Um, and I'll be looking forward to your emails on ideas that you want to talk about or um, your prayer requests or your praise reports because we want to celebrate those with you as well, as well as pray for you. Uh, so we have amazing things going on. We're going to start opening back up our children's classes soon, uh, and we're going to, you know, getting those volunteers to be able to uh, come in and do that. So we we already have a few people listed, but uh, be on the lookout for those announcements um, and and you know stay connected. Um, again, I know the I know the distancing has be has become. I know I know people who are just are going to distance permanently now. Um, or they've built up the habit of, okay, now I'm distanced. Well, why go back now? Um, but we miss you if you haven't been. We miss you and we love you. Uh, and so hopefully we get to see you guys soon. So I appreciate you guys listening. Um, but, you know, episode 11, we made it. Okay, we'll, we'll shoot for episode 12 for next week. Maybe we'll work on getting another guest um, on the podcast but we will, we will work all of that out. So I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I hope to see your face there on Bible study on Wednesday night. And uh, join us for corporate prayer. You don't have to have your camera on on, on either one of those. You can just be listening. You don't have to unmute yourself or, or talk. But um, uh, again, miss you guys all. Thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you next week. <laughs>